your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. In April of this year, just 21 homes were available for rent in Limerick with an average price of €1,677 a month. That's according to uh, the business body Limerick Chamber. They've compiled a report and say while unemployment levels have dropped, the demand for a home has risen and affordable housing in Limerick remains a key issue. Sean Golden is Chief Economist with Limerick Chamber. He's on the line. Uh, Good morning to you, Sean. Good morning, Joe. Thanks for having me. So obviously you saw the need to look at this in detail and carry out some research. Yeah, pretty much, Joe. So it's something that Limerick Chamber have been doing for a while, um, even before I arrived, where they do a review of the economic indicators across the Midwest. And obviously two key points on that are employment and housing. Um, And they both tell two different stories. So while employment has bounced back well after the pandemic, we're still in a pretty um, dire housing situation, I suppose, is probably the best way to put it. Mm. Uh, did you add anything to it that you hadn't looked at previously? There, there, there's a couple of new things, Joe. Yeah, we did a consumer sentiment and we also drilled down a bit more into some housing indicators. So one of the new housing items that we looked at was what percentage of new homes in 2021 were available to owner-occupiers. And what we found that only 30% of new homes delivered in Limerick in 2021 were available to those people, owner-occupiers, on the open market. So that's the quite and, and just, just Let's cut through this a little bit. So owner-occupier means someone who's buying their own home. Is that right? Yeah, 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 exactly. So pretty much they're buying it to live in it, Joe. They're not buying it to rent it out. It's first-time buyers. It's families. It's all that cohort. So they're buying it specifically to live in it. Right. So that's a relatively low number, isn't it? It's, it's, it's really low. It's below the national average. I think the national is up around 40%. Um, so it is very low. So while we're already delivering a low supply of housing, while you drill down into it further, you can see that owner-occupiers are actually competing for a, a really small segment of overall provision of housing. And does that mean then that uh, consequent pressure is put on the rental sector as one example? Yeah, it does. I mean, if people can't buy a house, they'll be forced into the rental sector, you know. And another thing that we looked at, Joe, which was new, which was the the difference in paying a mortgage versus the difference in the cost of rental. So if you buy the median house in Limerick City, you'll only be spending about 43% on your mortgage versus what you'd be paying renting-wise. So it's way cheaper to actually own a home really across the country, but particularly in Limerick City. Okay, so why aren't more people doing that? Because the supply isn't there to buy housing, Joe. Um, that's 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 pretty much it. You know, if you look at Limerick in 2021, we delivered 606 homes. You know, the ESRI say we need between 12 and 1,800 homes. So that requires a doubling or tripling of our output mm. to actually get yearly demand. It's- Is the state, including the local authority, a big player in all of this? They are, they are, yeah. So in Limerick, they capture about 40% of new homes um, or newly delivered homes. So they are quite a player. So they divert those to, we'll say, much needed social housing. Um, So I think one of the issues on that part, Joe, I suppose across Ireland, is that, you know, local authorities and AHBs and all that probably don't deliver enough direct build social housing. And a lot of the time, local authorities are relying on the rental subsidy schemes to actually deliver new affordable housing. 
And and that and that's a key issue because what it does is it drives those people on the social waiting list into the private market mm. to compete further for rental. So to be clear then, unemployment mm. is a positive story and it's actually uh, lower than it was even pre-pandemic now. And I know different sectors are affected in different ways, but, mm. but, but that's the reality. But where to put people, I mean, almost literally where to put people is uh, the big conundrum. Well, 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 that's it, Joe. I mean, every time you look at, at the paper and you see new jobs announcements for a, 100 people plus, whatever, you know, it's great to see. But you have to wonder to yourself, where are these people going to live? You know, because there's a lot of pent up demand in the system as well that needs to be alleviated. So the the employment story is great. You know, unemployment is back down below where it was pre pandemic. We actually have more people working now, but the the question remains. You know, where are these people going to go? And the difficulty you have is that building houses, building accommodation of any sort, takes time. So it feels like even if we're doing all the right things from a policy point of view, it could take quite a while to catch up. Absolutely, Joe. But I, I, I think in that regard, we've been kind of hearing the same things for the last 10 plus years, you know, housing can't be solved overnight. Um, you'd expect at some stage we'd be kind of getting there, but it doesn't feel like we're getting there at the moment. Not when there's a scale of demand that is there you know, that requires a doubling or tripling of housing. And and uh, rents are frightening. I mean, when you consider that your Limerick City is a rent pressure zone, mm. at the same time, something strange is going on. Yeah, it, it's, it's, it's really lack of supply is one of the key issues. I mean, when we've looked at our rental tracker there, which was new when you quoted it on the intro, 21 homes available to rent in Limerick City and suburbs in April. Um, so if you can, you know, anybody that's looking at Limerick as a possible location to relocate or looking to move houses, they're going on and they're being met with, you know, only 21 homes. And if they're a smaller household, Joe, there was only about five one beds to rent, yeah. you know, and o- overall the average price was, you know, yeah. and, and one other thing, we were talking about this last week as well. It's mm. in the leader again, the front page this morning. With your chief economist of Limerick Chamber hat mm. on, do you think that there are any long-term consequences of the delays in the O'Connell Street project? Or once it gets sorted in September, does it disappear into the distant past? I, I, long-term, I'm not too sure. The feedback that we're getting from our members at the moment is that there's a disruption you know, to, to their businesses. Um, but long term, I, I, I don't really know what impact there could be, Joe, once it's done and dusted. Um, I suppose it, it depends on what way it's going to go in terms of if there's a contraflow lane there, if there's going to be private vehicle access. I think a lot of that still remains mm. to be questioned. And then there's the likes of the LS Mats, which is out now for its second draft. So I think there's probably some stuff there to be tidied up um, in terms of transport strategy that will become clearer in the long term. Okay. Okay, a lot of challenges, no doubt about that. Well, thank you, Sean Golden, Chief Economist with the Business Body Limerick Chamber. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95.